Hey guys, welcome to Enter In, the podcast. We hope through this intentional time of listening, reflection, and prayer, you are able to hear the voice of God as we navigate through the journey of life together. This podcast series is created and hosted by Jeff Rogers, an American pastor and missionary who serves alongside his wife, Carrie Beth, in the Czech Republic. Please subscribe and share this unique experience to pause, reflect, and engage with our creator God, focusing on what he has for us in this busy and ever-changing world. Hey guys, welcome to a new series. Uh, We're entitling it The Book of James. How original is that? But the big idea of this series uh, is over the next uh, six weeks or six parts of this podcast series, we will cover the book of James, a letter that serves, I would like to say, as a how-to manual for the Christian life. And more specifically, when we deal with trials, uh, we deal with contentions, maybe deal with lack of faith, which I do quite often, Um, James teaches us that we can still have joy in the midst of any and all of our circumstances. And so as we look at the book of James, the foundation of this book is the importance of faith. Faith or even the lack thereof can determine one's direction in life. So in our first part of this podcast, we will look at James chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. And a few of the topics that we're going to address uh, in this first part are the topics of trials, um, the topics of testing, the topics of foundation, the topics of faith and unwavering. And so our big idea in this first part is this. We can have joy in the Lord in the midst of trials in our lives, in the midst of tribulations that we encounter, when and only when we have a firm foundation of faith. And so hopefully today the application that we are able to take away from this is that when troubles arise, changing our perspective can aid in the maturity process of us as Christians. So I'll start by reading James chapter 1, verses 1 through 8, and you can follow along in your text. And it starts out like this. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. And here's the section on testing of your faith, starting in verse 2. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let the steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Verse 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. 
He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And that's the word of the Lord. So the book of James is a letter written to a group of believing Jewish Christians, as we see there in verse 1, with the intent to teach on the importance of true faith in the midst of trials. Now, even though James has much to say about the doctrine of the Christian faith, the majority of the letter is a practical teaching of the how-tos of a faith-based lifestyle. Much of the letter involves James actually sorting through uh, some common issues in the community, uh, in this community of believers, by teaching on uh, the repercussions or the effects and consequences of mishandling certain issues. And so James begins his dialogue with a command for his brothers and sisters. Look there in verse 2. He says, consider it pure joy. Consider it pure joy. Now, this is typically easier to do. Um, I, I don't know about you, but for me, when life is steady and going well and without pressure or any difficulties. James says, however, that we should be joyful even when we fall into trials. Now, we all could say that a joyful attitude does not necessarily seem synonymous with trials. Shocker. But James reminds us that the connection between the two serves purpose. And here's that purpose. As Christians, we should remember that trials are to be expected and will happen in this life. It's not this um, hit or miss possibility but an expected reality based on James' use of the word when rather than if. So whether it's being joyful in the midst of physical pain or maybe in the loss of a job or maybe if someone is experiencing uh, relationship issues, these things can be handled with a different perspective. Considering that this letter was written to Christians, as noted in verse 2, we should remember that we cannot avert falling into trials strictly based on our love for God. So as we pause here for our first point of reflection, the question I ask is, have you ever felt joy during the middle of a bad situation? And maybe think about that experience and how you dealt with that experience. Now, in verse 3, James goes on to talk about the testing of your faith, the testing of your faith. And it is the basis uh, for why we are to count these things as joy instead of despair. 
The testing of our faith produces, I believe, the ability to be immovable in the presence of opposition and the ability to withstand hardship or stressful activity, actually. Endurance is um, a word that is an active word. It's not a passive end goal of such. James is showing us that God is desiring to strengthen us for this journey that we will encounter troubles on uh, by producing something in us as Christians that will help us stand steady and help us stand fast when under pressure. So the second point of reflection as we pause here for a little bit is the question, why do you think it is so important for our faith to be tested? Why do you think it is so important for our faith to be tested? Verse 6, James brings up the importance of prayer. And he indicates that God indeed responds very favorably to those who make requests to him. But the emphasis is on faith. Nothing else. The emphasis is on faith, uh, that belief in God. There is an absolute necessary attitude on our part that James discusses here. Asking in faith with no doubting. Actually, James compares the doubter to the waves of the sea that are blown and tossed by the wind. Think about that imagery that James compares us. We all doubt. We all doubt a lot. But he compares the doubter to the waves of the sea that are blown and tossed by the wind. And I want you to think about that imagery as the second half of this podcast, we're going to talk about some images. But the question here as we pause to reflect is, have you ever prayed a doubtful prayer? What was it that made you doubtful? Have you ever prayed a doubtful prayer? And what was it that made you doubtful? Now, the term double-minded in verse 8 is the Greek word that actually uh, means uh, dysikos, meaning two souls. James says that a doubter is like a man with two souls and unstable, actually, in all of his ways. Now, this shows just how defeating it is to have uncertainty in our life. I mean, this is a strong point here because you have two opposing thoughts facing each other at all times. And as you look at James chapter 1, verses 6 through 8, 
It shows what it looks like to have constant conflict with oneself. However, God gives wisdom generously to those who ask in faith. We must be wholeheartedly dedicated to the Lord and nothing else. And so it gets me to think about, you know, when we have that one foot set in the world and the other set in the Lord's ways, there's always going to be tension and strain. I know in my life when I try to do things my way but also consider God in those things, uh, most of the time it does not work out. James is reminding us that we cannot have these opposing thoughts, these opposing actions. It reminded me of the story, and maybe you can Google it or think of this mental image in your head uh, of the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And if I had a picture here that I could show you, I, I would. But in this story, Dr. Jekyll is a peaceable man. He has many friends. Um, he has a positive stature in the community. I mean, he's just, he's it. He is very popular, very well received, very well liked. Now, he has personal struggles, though, with battling the good and evil that are within him. And he tries to repress his evil desires his entire life. And so if you know the story, through a series of events, he, is, uh, he eventually um, caves into his evil personality known as Mr. Hyde. And this Mr. Hyde is a very violent um, malicious individual who thrives off fleshly pleasures. Now, this classic story, um, and maybe you have read it, can be used to illustrate, I think, this image of the double-minded or two-souled uh, man in verses 7 through 8 that we read today. In the same way that we battle with standing firm in our faith, and doubting, uh, Dr. Jekyll battled with his spirit and his flesh to the point of becoming two people. And so maybe that's some of us today, and we're one way or one person in one situation and another person in another situation. We have one foot in the world, one foot, uh, you know, at times in alignment with God. But as we pause uh, to reflect here, the question is, how does it make you feel knowing James calls us all double-minded when we doubt? Next, I want you to picture in your mind um, something called a buoy. Now, a buoy is set out into the ocean um, to set boundaries for boats. A buoy is set out into the ocean, and you have probably seen these before, to set, and here's the key word, boundaries for boats. Now, the anchor that is actually attached to the buoy allows it to remain steady even when the wind and the waves blow over the sea. Now, the key is, if the buoy is not anchored, 
Well, what do you think happens? It is tossed by the wind and it moves all over the place. It's not effective to set boundaries. In a similar way, James explains that when we are not anchored in our foundation of faith in the Lord, we can be tossed by the waves of life, as we read in the scripture today. And that is a great point to finish on, that when we are not anchored in our belief in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when we do not make him the center of our lives, when we do not make him the center of, of our decision-making and everything that we do, life is hard. Life is difficult. The storms of life happen all the time. And without that firm foundation, we are tossed back and forth like this buoy that doesn't have an anchor. Uh, we, are, uh, we, we become like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the, uh, the two different souls, the two opposing uh, types of people. And so that is uh, our topic today uh, of trials, of testing, of having a foundation and having a strong faith and, and having those things that in our lives that are unwavering, that are immovable, and that only comes through a strong relationship with Jesus Christ and a focused relationship with Jesus Christ. Because with that, we can have joy in the midst of trials and tribulations when we have that firm foundation of faith in our Lord. And when trouble arises, changing our perspective can aid in that maturity process as a Christian. A maturity process that happens throughout the course of our lives until we enter glory and meet our maker in heaven one day. Father God, thank you for this first podcast, and I just pray over the listeners, Lord, that, uh, Lord, we all struggle with trials and testing and foundational issues and doubting of our faith. Uh, but, Lord, today I just pray for the strength and the peace to have an unwavering faith, uh, an unwavering dependence on you, that even when troubles arise, Lord, and I know for me especially, uh, and just as many of our listeners, those happen often, that we're able to look outside of ourselves and look at your perspective for our lives. Father, we love you and we need you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Enter In, the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this experience with others.